Hey everyone, welcome to Impact Marketer. Today's guest is an entrepreneur, podcaster, speaker, and registered nurse. He's grown his podcast, The Parables, to a top 100 podcast on iTunes. The Parables has grown to over 63 countries, with the top countries being the US and Australia. He's been featured on Kivo Daily, Disrupt Media, our magazine, excuse me, Stereo Stickman. And he's not only serving entrepreneurs behind the scenes with his podcast, but also serving the country on the front lines of this crisis as an RN. Brave and inspiring, don't come close to describe what he's doing right now. Please help me in welcoming EJ Cruz. All right. Welcome, EJ, to the show. <laughs> yeah, man, dude, I'm glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me on your wonderful podcast, man. True honor and privilege. Dope, man. So we just had a great conversation about mindset. And, you know, I'm, I'm super curious. You're, you're a hard man to research online. So <laughs> what's your background in entrepreneurship? Yeah, man. Um, you know what? I, I feel like dating back to when I was a young guy, I think I've always had entrepreneurship in me and the fact that I always like to hustle things. And we're not talking about drugs here. We're talking about literally like anything. I'm talking like Pokemon cards, Pogs, Bubblicious, Bubblegum. Uh, you know, that's back in elementary school, right? To, you know, even in high school, I actually used to have, um, I used to sell things on eBay, which I still do to this day for a little side money. Um, used to sell a lot of sneakers. Um, I was that Craigslist guy, you know what I mean? Uh, from Craigslist to eBay. And um, I've always come to, I've always had this mindset of, okay, how could I come up with some money, right? Whether that's buying low, selling high and things like that. And there came a point in my life, not too long ago, I would say about four or three, four years ago, where I finally told myself, maybe I need to stop thinking that way as far as, you know, trying to come up with money. What if I could look into something that I'm very, very passionate about, or I really love, focus on that and somehow turn that into a career, right? So, so many different things right now. I feel like I'm in this new phase in my life, bro, like real talk. But I mean, um, you know, I, I still do a little e-com with eBay. Um, you know, being a nurse manager myself, I, I almost feel like it's always been like my own business and the fact that I, met, you know, I do to a sense manage people. We focus on budgeting. We focus on staffing. You know, we, um, you know, there's lots of different, you know, we focus on culture, so many different things in running like a complete organization, right? And even though I am an employee and not necessarily the employer, um, I still treat it as if it's my business, right? So being a nurse for, you know, uh, 10 years, nurse manager for three, four years, whatever it is, I've always felt that that was kind of like my entrepreneurship, but as far as like, you know, um, even diving deeper, um, you know, uh, just recently started my podcast, as we discussed, you know, uh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, and it's funny because that was the typical, that was the, the exact story I just said, where I wanted to harness like what I loved and see how I could turn into a career. And initially what I told myself was like, hey, like, you know, this is something I really, really enjoy, which I found out, like I started to love it even more and more. And my, the last thing I ever thought about or the last thing on my priority list in regards to doing it was actually monetizing. And what I came to find out was actually I was able to monetize a lot faster than I actually anticipated. You know, again, I wanted to focus more on just like the first couple of years and just growing the brand, growing the podcast, you know, making it into the rankings like top 100. But um, I guess it's been doing okay and again podcasting is such a new platform that there's actually a lot of different opportunities to monetize so once i was able to realize that and really dive into the industry i found myself you know actually being able to monetize without basically poisoning or kind of you know 
almost like selling out what you're doing. Because the ultimate goal of my podcast is always to inspire and to reach as many people as possible. But the, I guess the great thing about it, the most rewarding thing is you're able to do that and also make money, right? And not to say like, that's like my main like business that's going to actually take me out of nursing, which by the way, people don't know. Again, I do full-time nursing, but uh, you know, entrepreneurship is my blood. And the reason why is when nursing, I've been, uh, I, I think anyone who's in healthcare can agree that when you're um, a healthcare professional, you're really more community focused. You're, you know, you're more community based. You focus on the people in, uh, within your demographical area. Whereas with podcasting, I feel like I've been able to make a positive impact on so many people's lives, but the channels of so many people I've been able to reach again, I've been able to reach um, as of today or as of, I think two days ago, I checked uh, 63 countries. Dude, I don't know anyone outside of the U.S. and Canada. So for me to be able to reach those people and these random people being able to DM me and tell me like how this episode has been able to impact their life or giving them uh, a, mind sh- a mindset shift or a different perspective or giving them confidence, whatever it may be, that, you know, I, I feel like I, I had an obligation and not necessarily just starting the podcast. You know, there was a point in my nursing career where I told myself, you know what, uh, I know this isn't my end game, but what else do I want to do? And I felt like I wanted to kind of, I don't know what that was at the time, but I knew that I wanted to make a bigger impact, bigger than my community. And podcasting has allowed me to do that, truthfully. You know, I'm, maybe I'm not treating someone with medications or being there in the front lines, I guess. But I feel like it's it, it's making, it's a good impact. And I'm not, I'm so far away from where I want to be as far as my reach and the impact I'm trying to make. But um, the podcasting platform has opened up so many doors. Monetizing has allowed me to become a speaker. Um, my network and ecosystems have blown up. Um, so that's a big part of it. And to, to continue about entrepreneurship, podcasting has actually allowed me to um, build relationships and actually, um, you know, take advantage of some business opportunities. You know, I'm actually in the vending, vending machine business well you know the pandemic hit so it's kind of like a, a little slow start to be honest um <laughs> so i'm in a you know i'm in a very high tech um something never seen before on vending machine business i'm also in financial services as well um, i've been investing for quite some time i've been doing stock trading a little bit uh, actually been doing some media consulting as well uh, mostly related to podcasting helping a couple podcasters get their podcast show up and running um, there's just lots of different things. I, I, I usually like to tell people, uh, I think a lot of people like to ask me, Hey, uh, what are you getting into? Or what, what do you look for? And usually my answer is this, is that if there's an opportunity that comes my way, obviously I analyze it from a logical and rational standpoint, um, where the upside and downside, but I want to know that I'm able to, of course, make money, right? That's the last thing, but I want to know that I'm able to make an impact. And second, I want to know that I'm able to contribute, right? I think a lot of people, they, they get these business opportunities to come their way and, or they come their way, right? And they automatically think like, okay, one, how can I make money? And second, if this is a good for me, but on the flip side of that, at least for my thinking and what I prefer is like, okay, how can I make money? Which again, I think is usually last because I'm a true believer. If you could add value and contribute, money is a byproduct of that, right? Yep. But yeah, it's usually for me, I like to know like, again, the last thing, how I can make money, second, how I can be of value. Or, and then the first thing is probably how I could contribute to it, right? Because if I'm not contributing to something I'm getting involved with, then to me, it's a waste of time, right? How am I growing? How is that like actually adding value to my life, enriching my life? You know what I mean? How am I growing with that opportunity? 
So yeah, man, that's uh, sorry. I was going off a little bit on that, but that's like, that's like really how I feel, man, uh, in regards to entrepreneurship. So to answer your question, I'm all over the fucking place. I, I, I like to get involved with things that get me excited. Um, just recently though, I shifted my mindset and I encourage everyone to do this is the fact that I used to think like I have to be so excited, so passionate about something if I want to get involved with it, you know, like a business opportunity, like for instance, right. Podcasting. I'm fucking, I love it. I love everything about it. Of course I'm going to do it. Food. Like I'm not in any, I'm not in the food industry right now, but I plan to because I love food. Right. And I used to think like, I have to be so passionate and so like excited about a product or service. That's the only way I'm going to get involved. Well, I've been shifting my mindset a little bit and I encourage everyone to do this. And the fact that if, if, if you're able to contribute to that opportunity and not necessarily be so excited and um, passionate about the product or service, but if it involves things you are passionate and are, you know, um, passionate, excited about, then you could actually kill it. So for instance, with me, I just recently got in um, a business opportunity within financial services and I used to fucking hate that shit. Like I really did. I hated it, but I knew what I was passionate about. One is networking and second is people, meeting new people. And I knew if I could harness those two, then maybe I could actually thrive in that business, right? So because I've been harnessing and focusing so much on what I know I'm good at and my strengths, I've actually been doing pretty well in it. So I, I, I encourage everyone that when you look at something, don't just... I almost feel like you're almost being stubborn when you look at something. Don't think so much about like how to me, 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 like what, what excites me about this? Oh, I'm not feeling that. Look at how you could contribute to it and you'll be surprised. Like you may end up falling in love with it. Like, dude, for me, for instance, I ain't gonna lie. When I became a podcaster, I never thought a million years I would. Right. But then like someone asked me a long, long time ago on another podcast, they were like, yo, you know, they're talking about my story. Then I brought the story, how my dad, he used to be a DJ and he was, he was a really DJ. Right. And he used to drag me to all these goddamn parties. These are like old people parties. Right. And I'm young. And he would make me not only help him, which would drive me crazy. Cause you know, I want to play call of duty, star, star, starcraft. I want to play basketball and do all that other crazy shit as a kid. Right. But what I realized is he would drag me to all these damn parties. And then eventually he would have me MC these parties. And I'm like, I'm seeing as a kid to these parties, uh, old people drive me crazy, right? Yeah. And then I, I come to realize, like, holy shit, dude! Like, I'm a podcaster now. It's almost like as if like God or whatever, whatever your you know you believe in, like, was setting me up. Like to think that I was an MC as a kid at parties I hated to now being a podcaster to something I love. You get what I'm saying? So it's just like crazy how some things connect sometimes. You just got to identify it, man. You got to identify like where you could fit in and how to harness your strengths. And you'll be surprised how that could serve you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah sometimes you Ooh. can't connect with else looking forward, man. So that's, that's pretty crazy. And yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to lose this, but I want to go back to the podcasting stuff for a bit. Yeah. How, how many listeners do you get ballpark per month? If you can answer that or something like that. Yeah, I think. Um, well, see, here's the thing. My podcast is different in the sense that I do video too. So that was a crazy thing because when I got into podcasting, when you do audio and I'm going to, I'm not to discredit all the work, the work is hard, right? We were talking about this off camera. Like I envy you doing podcasting because I know what it takes to run an efficient podcast. It's a lot of work. But when you, when in regards to starting doing audio and video, if you just do audio, dude, it's way easier, right? When you bring the whole video aspect, it's a whole new element, right? It's a whole it new problems, right? New equipment, new, whole new problems, more editing, all that stuff, right? So because I'm hybrid is what I like to call them, a video cast. So I have the audio, but I also upload the videos on YouTube. 
So when I give people my numbers, as far as like the audio version, yeah, it's kind of low. And I just want to put that out there. But I also do video and half of the streams and downloads are also there too. But to answer your question, I would imagine right before the pandemic happened, you would think also that during the pandemic, podcast streams and downloads would go up because everyone's home. They got to do something, right? But everyone, you know, not everyone's really trying to focus on their self-development or whatever. Learning, right? They're doing, they're, they're Netflixing, they're doing some other bullshit there, right? But um, no, I would say I'm about, I'm a, I want to say between 2,500 to 5,000 combined downloads and streams between all episodes. Um, I think definitely during this COVID, that's shot down at least half, to be honest, not going to lie. And I've kind of slowed down to anyone that doesn't know about my podcast. I like to do them in person. And that's not to discredit people who um, do it on Zoom or do it virtual. It's just for me, I feel like there brings, uh, when you do it in person, there's a real raw conversation, real intimacy, and uh, just, just something real about a real conversation, like one-on-one in person that happens. And that's the only reason why I do it in person. I like, I've never, like I've done, you know, obviously podcasts on Zoom virtually as a guest, but as a host, I've never done it. I've always done it in person. So I kind of have a backlog of episodes right now that I've been able to put out during this pandemic, but I'm about to run out. So I may have to go to virtual this <laughs> man. I may not have any choice, dude, but um, I'm yeah. just trying to, again, that's the beauty about podcasting too. Just talking about it. You have full fucking control over it. And I tell people all the time, I always encourage doing podcasting because of what it's able to do, what it's able to do positive, you know, positive wise. Again, it's not dictated by algorithms. Uh, you have full control over it. Like, dude, you know, my podcast is about real conversation, self-development, I don't know, society, a bunch of stuff. But I don't know, tomorrow I might just want to talk about the NBA. I don't know. Or I may want to talk about uh, Marvel. I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's the beauty of my podcast is I could do whatever I want with it. There's nothing that controls it whatsoever. It's just me, what I want to put out, and that's it. You know? So, yeah, man. So, how did you grow it to your numbers? Like, what was the growth strategy? The growth strategy? Oh, uh, uh, blowing it up? Like, yeah, as far yeah. as the- you know what, man? It was a lot of trial and error. Um, it first started off with just word of mouth. Like I literally told everyone that I had a podcast. And that was a pretty scary thing. Because when I started my podcast, bro, I had a, I was in a phase where I was still trying to find my voice and my comfort level. Yep. And then eventually I started like, I, I, I used to bring people that I knew first. And then I started bringing on some strangers who like, obviously were doing some impactful things. Cause my, my goal with my podcast is always to magnify that my guests when they yep. come on, I want to magnify their inspiration, their influence and what they're doing. Right. Okay. And, um, initially, you know, I'd get people who I, I, I knew then I got people who I didn't know, but I still kind of knew. And then I like literally just got complete strangers. Like, you know, people who are kind of in the public eye, really high profile people, very, very successful multi-millionaires. And, um, you know, it was tough, man. Again, finding my voice, trying to be who I am. Again, my, my podcast uh, theme is more cigar coffee talk, I guess you could say. And um, the strategy was really just uh, word of mouth. Um, eventually, a lot of people began to um, support and love, which, by the way, I always tell this because people always ask this all the time about the support. Um, my biggest supporters are people who I just met or people who I don't even know, surprisingly. And um, it was, again, word of mouth, a lot of uh, social media sharing. I, I share on all social media platforms, you, um, all my networks and kind of Facebook communities. I have an email subscription list. Eventually, I got into merchandise, which I felt was a huge too. 
I would literally start selling t-shirts, um, air fresheners, sweaters, and a lot of people really love just the design, I guess, or they just really love the so-called movement, I guess you could say. And a lot of people, a lot of my friends, especially who are into fitness, they would rock at gyms. Even I, to give you an example, my mom, she wore my sweater at a, on a cruise before the whole pandemic. And she would tell me all the time, people would come up to her, hey, what is that podcast? And she would, you know, I'd be like, come on, mom, what's my elevator pitch? What's the elevator pitch? She'd be like, oh, you know. My son, you know, he just uh, interviews people, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, come on, mom, you got to polish it up a little bit, you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it started from, again, um, word of mouth, a lot of social media sharing, of course, uh, merch. And um, I think eventually what happens is too, and you, you, you know this, I'm sure you do. And for the people who don't, podcasting is so powerful because especially when you have guests, what happens is you're able to leverage, whether you're the host or guest, you're able to leverage that other person's audience. Yeah. Right. Just after this episode, if, um, you know, truthfully, this is the honest truth, like I'm able to leverage your market when you put this out. But at the same time, you're able to leverage my market when I reshare it. Yep. You know, and people don't realize how powerful it is. As far as, it's like the ultimate networking tool. People don't realize it. And that, that's one of the rewards I was able to find out of podcasting as well. So, uh, yeah, man, I think it was the result of those three or four things for sure, man. Again, word of mouth, uh, social media, merch, and then just leveraging um your guests or your audience's market. Awesome. And I'm, I'm going to come back to merch, but you know, I want to ask, how did you land these super high profile guests to come to you in person? Right? Like, were they flying? Did you pay for their flights? Like what, what was that process like? It's wild, man. I still, uh, a lot of people ask me that question too. And I still don't know. I think it, I had, uh, I'm very selective who I choose. I'm very strategic on when I get them. There, there was a there was a few times where I was just kind of like, man, fuck this. I'm going to start reaching out for everyone. I'll, I'll reach out to Elon Musk right now, you know, and I just started, right? Obviously, that didn't work to my favor because I was just starting. Yeah. And, um, I, yeah, it's true. I am at a huge, huge disadvantage because I only do my podcast in person, right? Huge. I'm at a huge disadvantage. Uh, whereas if you do it, if you do it virtually, shit, you could get anyone, right? And all they need is like, what, like a 30-minute window and you could just yep. record it, right? Yeah. Um, I think I was very strategic. Again, I started the, this is, I, I call it like the EJ cruise virus is, it's kind of where like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make it seem like I'm using a guess as bait, but the reality is everyone knows people, especially in the entrepreneurial self-development um, ecosystem. Dude, everyone knows everyone, dude. Like that's the honest truth. Right. Yep. So I made a list of like the people who I knew I wanted for sure. Like, Oh, these people are going to be on my list. And I still have a lot of people who haven't been checked off yet. Right. But eventually I began to realize like, okay, he knows that person. He knows that person. He knows that person. If I started to tackle, you know, get these individuals who eventually know that person who I, I know for sure I want to get in the future, there's no way in hell they're not going to know my name. They're going to have to have seen my name a few times, let alone me being a fan of them. And I'm actually, you know, I'm actually, um, you know, in love with their content. You know, I DM them, I respond to them, I comment on their post, whatever, right? Eventually, EJ Cruz, somewhere in their fucking brain cell is going to pop up and they're going to see my name, right? So that's kind of one thing I did is where, like, I made sure they had to have an idea of who I was or they at least seen my name. Eventually, it came to a point where I, I think I built so much credibility to where I started to get slowly start getting people of different industries, different, I guess, stature, I guess you could say. And people just loved what it was about. I think if you had like a podcast, I was just kind of like, I don't know, bullshit on like, I don't know, not to discredit, but I'm just saying like, sure. depending on your industry, like if it was just something like more entertainment wise, 
or maybe unless like you're a celebrity, right? If it's more entertainment wise, if it was just BSN, like how can people kind of relate to that? You know what I mean? Whereas the people I'm trying to reach to, the people I'm trying to inspire, you know, that's my goal and that's like my mission. And I think a lot of people, and again, my goal is always to magnify people, my guests' inspiration or their influence, right? So I, when my guests are able to understand that, and I always make sure they do understand that, oh, they're, they're usually game. Like, why say no to that? In fact, if you're smart, you should know, and you're trying to build your influence and your market and your brand or your business. If you're smart, you should be trying to get on every podcast you can get on. You should, because again, what's the reason? Again, podcasting has so many distribution channels, right? If you Google my name, you'll see I've probably been on like 15 plus podcasts. That's the honest truth, right? And if you're trying to, if you're really trying to do something, like I have a purpose. My purpose is to, you know, one, to fucking put my, me and my family in a, a better position in life, right? Second is I want to inspire and make an impact on the world. And then the last thing, the third thing I want to do is pay it forward, right? The last two things for sure is something I focus on like very highly. And for me to do that, I have to put myself out there. And one of the best things to do aside from shaking hands, aside from getting on these freaking um, magazines is to be on podcasts. So for people to not understand, dude, why do you think I'm going, I'm going off right now, dude, you got me going. Why do you think every fucking celebrity and athlete has a podcast now? It's not because of the pandemic. This was before the pandemic. In fact, talent agencies are telling celebrities and athletes and all these people to start their own podcast. And why? The reason why is they're able to engage with their audience even more than social media, right? They're able to reach more people. You get what I'm saying? So if you, again, are a brand or a business or you're trying to build your influence, there is no question that you need to get on every podcast as much as possible. Because that is one of the, again, for you to be able to leverage your audience, which is again one a huge weapon or tool to build your network, like you need to understand that. So I think it's crazy if you are not looking into podcasting, like not even just starting one, but just being a guest. It is so important that you become a guest on every podcast that you can, and you be better be sure that you go on there and you fucking kill it. So, my brother, I hope I'm killing it right now because I gotta I'm tell you, man, you're crushing it, man. <laughs> crushing it, man. <laughs> We're talking about podcasting, like. And that's a passion of mine. So I hope you guys could tell, you know what I mean? This is something that um, it's, it's a, been a year and a half. I've put a lot of time and effort into it, but I always tell people and I encourage people who started, I get so happy for them, such as you. I'm happy for you because I've seen what it's done for me. And this has only been a year and a half. I can only imagine what's going to be doing for me in five years. And, you know, for you to start doing this, I, I'm excited when you text me like three months later, like EJ, oh my fucking God, I, dude, I, I get it. I, I, what you said on our fucking podcast, I get it now. Like, this is happening. That's happening. And, like, I get it, you know? And, like, that's what makes me happy. I've been doing this for, like, six months. I'm, I've already had some really weird moments. One being, you know, my uh, my cousin, who we were close in high school. We, we, we kind of parted ways. We, and we've been recently talking again. Uh, he's, like, my bro. And he, like, texted me saying, hey, man, like, there's something up with your podcast. I've been trying to listen to it. And this is happening, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just thinking, what the fuck? You listen to my podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? It's crazy. You'll right? be surprised. Dude, you know what's crazy is you'll be surprised who listens to you. And I've had some people like reach out to me, Ram, like, EJ, I listened, I just listened to this episode and I love this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's so rewarding, man. Like, I don't know. Like, some people want to be like, oh, you just record and you fucking upload it. Like, nah, dude. Like, when someone actually takes the time to listen to an episode, I used. I actually have a, a very loyal um, listener 
who takes notes of each of my podcast episodes. She tells me what she loves about it. And that just, oh my, you have no idea. That warms my heart. I sent her free merch for sure. I was like, dude, yeah. I'm going to send you all this stuff because, again, it's doing what I intended it to do, right? And that makes me happy. So, yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, funny story. I, I had a, a good friend of mine who's a pretty successful entrepreneur on my podcast. He went online and someone else's with someone. The other person's had a, a bigger audience. And he had someone buy his, like, two $3,000 course from him. And in the group, he's like, by the way, like, I found you from that guy's podcast. And he just assumed it was the bigger, bigger podcast. They're like, no, no, no. It was the one you talked about partying in college, <laughs> which is mine. <laughs> Both cracking up about it. <laughs> yeah, it was yours. <laughs> I was like, dude, I made your money. There it is. <laughs> yeah, man. So so for me, I mean, uh, just to give you background, what, what, I, what my podcast has been able to do too was I've had a lot of people on my podcast, right, as guests. And it's allowed me to become, it's empowered me, actually. I kind of didn't choose to do it, but I'm so glad to do it. It's empowered me to become this resourceful person. So I've been able to build this own ecosystem or network. And I call, you know, the parables, I call on my, my past guests, I call them parables hall of famers. And it's crazy because this is what the most valuable people in the world do. And when people like, you know, people who like really, really like admire you and they, they want to introduce you to other people just for the hell of it. Right. I naturally just started thinking myself, okay, I had this guy on my podcast. I had this guy on my podcast. There's, Dude, they sh- they could help each other. They could be like, you know, they could be incredible together. They could do work together. So automatically, I'm connecting them. You know, I'm just like, hey, dude, like I had so-and-so on my podcast, you know, him on my podcast. I see that you're doing this, you're doing that. Dude, I think you guys can help each other out, right? I've done that for so many people. And there's a few people who've done business together too. So it's all Mac, I became this like, like what do you call it? The plug connector, <laughs> I guess you could say, right? Yeah, super connector. And, um, yeah, and like it's just been such a rewarding feeling to know that I've been able to, and again, because I think it makes me happy too, because these are good people, right? Again, I'm very selective who I choose. These are really, really good people, and for them to come together and do something incredible together, to only magnify what the hell they're trying to do already, it just says a lot. So again, podcasting has done a lot, dude. But it's, it's it's exciting. Now I want to ask a question that I know everyone wants to ask: Is how do you make money? How do you make money? Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of different ways to make money. I actually did, I just did a presentation on this, but uh, first thing, probably the easiest right now is, well, if you, if you have a lot of downloads, you can make money off downloads through um, advertisements, right? So there's different kind of models. There's basically um, cost per episode or there's uh, what we call CPMs. It's basically a flat rate for a certain amount of downloads, usually about a thousand downloads, so similar to YouTube. Uh, streams and downloads so if you have a very popping podcast uh you know big fan base lots of listens you can make money by that so by advertisements you can make money through endorsements through companies um very very selective though of course right if you are a self-developed podcast but then like you're trying to do an endorsement or some sort of like advertisement for i don't know female products or like maybe like detergent that probably wouldn't work out right you want to probably endorse or get advertisements that will help be a value or something that could you know your audience would like you say my um, laundry yeah yeah <laughs> you, well, I mean, like for us for instance like you know maybe maybe it's a supplement company that has like some sort of um maybe it's like maybe it's a coffee company right who doesn't love caffeine and coffee especially high operators high level thinkers right yeah um second thing is crowdfunding which is probably the most simple you know, uh, via Patreon, it's basically where people 
help sponsor what you're doing as a creator, uh, YouTubers, musicians, everyone um, does crowdfunding. Crowdfunding is probably one of the easiest uh, via patreon.com um, for podcasting. You could, if you're an expert in your industry, say for instance, you have a real estate podcast, uh, you could sell courses. Um, what else am I missing? There's so many different ways. And in fact, there's so many different, you could play for, uh, uh, you could do exclusive content as well where you could actually have uh, people pay like a uh, subscription and you only give them um, exclusive content or it's like paid. There's so many different ways, man. And um, as far as I know, I feel like every almost three to six months, there's always something, a, a new innovative way of how you could get paid, man. But those are probably the most, and then of course, merch. There we go. I'm thinking like, what, what do I have done? It's merchandises too. You know, coffee mugs, sweaters, shirts, I've done air fresheners, which I think no podcaster has done. Um, you know, uh, I don't know, pencils, mouse pads, whatever. Like pretty much any promotional merch. Uh, I mean, those are probably like the first baby steps of how to monetize. So, you know, what what goal should a newer podcaster have in mind to get to? Whether it be, I don't know, listeners, downloads. Um, so what goal should they have and what kind of returns should they be? aiming for with with those uh listeners or, or whatever if that makes any sense yeah i used to think listens yeah go ahead. yeah yeah I, I so i used to think and i tell every podcaster this all the time because i've helped so many podcasts get up and running i tell people all the time listen i i mean this is why i used to think too i used to think the amount of downloads and especially because i have guests too the amount of downloads and the guests the, the select the guests that I have on my podcast would be the definition or the, would define my success, right? Because you would imagine, like, if I have a lot of downloads, like, man, a lot of people listen. If I had, like, I don't know, Jeff Bezos on my podcast, man, that would be a milestone that would make my podcast successful. I I actually learned that is the complete opposite. It's not those two. In my opinion, this is my personal opinion. The biggest success. If you wanted to, like, if you were to ask me what what's your definition of success when it comes to your podcast, it's the impact. So when people are reaching out to me, giving me in, you know, feedback, and you know, telling me how much it's impacted their lives, to me, that just reinforces and validates the intention and mission of my podcast. Because again, I used to be so stuck on, man, how come I need this many downloads, or man, I need to reach out to so and so so my podcast can get more views, and that's not the case. I've had people actually who are not so much in the public eye, less than a thousand followers, have even more downloads than someone with like 300,000 followers and have way more impact. Like people DMing me left and right, like, oh my gosh, that episode was incredible. Well, he spoke on leadership, blah, 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 blah. So that's one thing. I would say the beginning stages of the answer to really answer your question is to really at the beginning stages, you're going to definitely feel uncomfortable and you're going to try to find your voice. Whether you're doing a solo podcast or a podcast with guests, right? You're going to come to a point or uh, you're going to, you know, go through this phase of finding your voice and just finding your, your flow is what I like to call it. Right. Um, after that, it's more focused on, um, put getting the word out there, right. Getting the word out there and just telling everyone about your podcast. And of course, you know, getting people to listen. I think, um, I mean, for the first year, man, I, I, all I did, like, dude, I had this routine, right? Because I, I had, you know, I'm getting guests on my podcast. Every day, I would reach out to two guests. That was, like, almost like almost like brushing my teeth. Like, I, I couldn't go to sleep until I reached out to two new people a day, right? 
And again, I knew what that, that would do. The more guests I had, the more consistency I had, the more I knew for sure, like my listener and viewership would eventually keep, you know, expanding. So I think it's that, man. I think you got to find your voice for sure. Um, definitely. Well, I, actually, I'll tell you this. When people ask me, what's the first few things you should do when you start your podcast is one, you got to know what the fuck you're going to talk about. Like what's your theme, right? Yeah. Make sure it's not very narrow. Like I used, I like to use an example. If you're going to fucking talk about the Olympics, I got to tell you, man, you're not going to have a lot of listeners because the Olympics only happen <laughs> about a year. Right? Yeah. So you got to find a topic or a theme that's very uh, interesting, let alone you could expand on. For instance, with fitness, fitness is great. Everyone's doing it. I get it. But there's a reason why. Fitness, you could talk about everything scientifically, physiologically, mentally, entrepreneurship, you name it, right? Real estate, you could talk all about stuff in fitness. Whereas coffee, coffee is great. Same time, like what can you talk about with coffee? Maybe you could talk about, I don't know, sourcing it, the ingredients, maybe a little entrepreneurship, but it's not so multiverse as fitness. So again, what are you going to talk about? And the last thing, who's your target audience? Right. Those are like the two things you got to like have down for sure. Have those two things down. Again, you're going to eventually try to find your flow or find your voice maybe within the first 10 episodes, I would say. And then lastly, just keep focusing on growing it. Money and monetizing will be a byproduct of all that, of all your hard work. And that's for sure. It's going to come, dude. Like people are going to reach out to you. And then like for me, I used to have trouble reaching out to guests. Now I have people reach out to me wanting to be a guest. And, you know, there's still people I still got to reach out to, of course, people with a higher profile, things like that. But it's like most of my guests now have been by referral, which is cool. Like, say, hey, EJ, you got to get so-and-so on your podcast. I'll be glad to introduce you. Get to know them, find out what they're about. If they're kind of what they're, what they, you know, what they're about aligns with my mission and intention of my podcast. Oh, it's an automatic yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. And I guess where my head's at, because I, I agree with you, like serve and contribute and the value and, you know, the monetary value will come. Um, but I'm also a marketer. So I like, I like efficiency and I want, I want a podcast that pays for itself, which isn't that much. Like the cost to, to host and maintain a podcast isn't that much. Um, so yeah, you, you definitely give me some great ideas uh, with like. Dude, I, I gotta, I gotta add too. When I think what made me so happy when I started the monetize was the fact that it came to a point where monetizing started to pay for the podcast itself right so we're talking about production editing um the time right uh so i think that's probably maybe a short-term goal because again it happened fast for me so that's the only reason why i say short term maybe it might take longer for other people but anything when it comes to money maybe a goal should be like maybe you're able to make some money to where the podcast could pay for itself exactly exactly that's that that's super important to me i think that'd be cool like, yo, I'm getting paid to, to talk to people. Uh, yeah, exactly, right? It's like, dude, it's like, it's like you're doing work for free almost, you know? So, yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. Um, cool. So, you know, thanks so much for your time, EJ. I think this has been an awesome episode uh, from an awesome podcaster. Dude, I appreciate it, man. Dude, it's, again, I envy what you're doing, man. Again, it's a lot of hard work, but um, I appreciate it. I love being guests. Like, it's like, I hate to say, like, I'm not, like, real – being a host on my podcast, but I feel like I'm just more able to just go off. (laughs) Well, it makes sense, right? Like when I have a guest, it's not really about me. I want to make it about my guest. So anyway, it's always fun to just kind of have real raw conversations and um, dude, uh, I enjoy the podcast so much, man. Absolutely. Thanks so much, EJ. Yeah, no problem, man. Talk to you guys soon. All right. So yeah, man, where can people find out more about you? 
Yeah, um, I would say the best way to find uh, get in contact with me is at it's EJ Cruz. Uh, that's on Instagram. So that's I T S my name E J A Y C R U Z. It's EJ Cruz. Otherwise, um, visit my website www.ejcruz.com. And if you do want to listen to my podcast, I promise any episode you decide to listen to, you will definitely find value out of it. I'm very confident with that. You could search me on any podcast streaming platform, um, The Parables, and uh, my name should pop up there. Otherwise, you could also watch it on YouTube. Sweet. I'll be sure to link those in the show notes. And last question, EJ, surprise question. What, no, do you tell? <laughs> what would you tell your younger self? Oh, man, good, great question. This changes all the time when someone asks me this. Um, I would tell my younger self that you are going to be a fuck up. You're going to fail. You're going to be uncomfortable lots and lots of times. You're going to be tested. Um, your emotions are going to take over. It's not going to be easy. But to be resilient, to continue to push forward, to stay consistent, to never be afraid to speak up and seek help. Um, to always believe in yourself and to know that if you keep working hard and you never give up, uh, a lot of rewards are waiting for you, like for real. And that if you just continue to do that, um, lots of good things will happen. And to definitely always pay it forward. Always, always, always pay it forward. You never know who, whose lives you could touch, you know, you could really touch and impact, whether that's actually speaking to someone, whether that's a DM, an email, a random text, uh, whether that's maybe even acknowledging someone at the grocery store. You just don't know, man. A lot of people are in pain, especially right now, who are hurting. So it's just, a, you know, if you're kind to your brothers and sisters, man, um, I think the world could be a better place. And it just takes like 10 seconds to be, do a nice gesture of some kind. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Beautifully said, man. Thanks so much. Hey, hey. <laughs>